are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Tuesday show for you. We're going to talk about that elephant in the room. We're also going to talk about last night's episode and got a message uh, for someone from this season uh, about a family member. So going to be a good one today, to say the least. We'll get to all that momentarily. Feeling a little bit better. Um, obviously still a little congested and think you can hear it, but getting a lot better and pretty much on the mend. No fever or anything like that. Blew my nose way less today than I did yesterday. So things are good. We move on and we move forward. So let's talk about it. And this is something that I will have up in my column as well uh, come a couple hours from now. So just be ready for that. Um, I, I want to talk about this because it has grown legs on the internet, most namely Reddit. You know, I'm not a fan of Reddit, but I, you know, this isn't surprising to me that this is being thrown out there. So I just want to lay it out there for everybody so you have the full truth because Reddit is spreading lies about me yet again. Here we go. My niece Olivia goes to college in Tampa. Daisy's sister, Adeline, goes to the same college as Olivia. Not only does my niece know Adeline, not only are Olivia and Adeline best friends, but they're roommates. So immediately, the echo chamber of negativity, the cesspool of garbage, and the purveyors of misinformation, Reddit, decided, well, that's how he got his spoiler this season. Clearly, Daisy told her sister, her sister told uh, Reality Steve's niece, and then Olivia relayed it on to me. They're 100% convinced of that. I've been sent uh, the links enough times over the last probably four or five days where it seems to have grown some legs, I guess. I've seen the posts. I, I knew they would. I wasn't trying to hide the fact that my niece is best friends with Daisy's sister. I mean, you just you can't. Unless I told my niece, hey, will you just go private this whole season? It was going to get out there. It just There's nothing I can do about it. I'm here to tell you this. Adeline has not said a word to Olivia since this all started. Hell, I didn't even know Daisy was a contestant on The Bachelor until the day The Bachelor Facebook page posted the contestants back on Saturday, September 16th. Olivia texted me that day. I still have the text. She's like, Adeline's sister is on the show, is on The Bachelor. I'm like, really? I go, which one? She said, Daisy. I mean, we're talking minutes after uh, the Facebook thing came out. And the reason that I didn't find out until that day, was because Adeline purposely kept it from Olivia because she knew I'm Olivia's uncle. And, you know, the Kents didn't want to get in any sort of trouble, so I get it. Olivia is only BFFs with Adeline, but Adeline and the Kent family, who Olivia has spent time with as well, have not said a word about anything, either before Daisy started filming or even after I released the spoiler. My spoiler information has absolutely nothing to do with Adeline or the Kent family or this game of telephone that involves the Kents whatsoever. Anyone in that circle. I've never gotten anything from them, nor did I expect to. Yeah, the whole thing is really weird. I mean, I'll admit it to you. (laughs) How could it not be? I've been covering this show for 22 years. I've never been directly or indirectly associated with any contestant from this show, let alone this season's fucking winner. But I look at it, and I kind of look at it as like, well, there's been 48 seasons of this show. 
Never had any sort of connection there. It's really a completely random coincidence. There's been, what, 1,500 people that have been on the show between Bachelor and Bachelorette, 48 seasons. It's just a random coincidence, especially since Adeline is from Minnesota, Olivia came from Texas, and they met at college in Tampa. Like, go figure. It's just random. Now, I already know what you're going to say next, which is, of course, Steve, you're not going to admit that the Kents told you the spoiler. That'd get them in trouble. Again, as I said on my podcast yesterday, if you already have it in your head that that's how I got my spoiler, nothing I say or prove to you with evidence, which I could, is going to change your mind anyway. You know, even after all this, I'm sure Reddit will still think I'm lying. Go ahead. All I can say is you have no idea what you're talking about, per usual. You're making assumptions without any facts, and frankly, you're spreading misinformation. I have text West messages with my niece, with Olivia, over the last four months, proving Adeline never told her a thing. Let alone, my niece knows nothing. She doesn't care about this show. She doesn't watch it. I think they may be watching this season, but I know she has like a night class on Mondays, so I don't even know if she's making it back in time for any watch parties going on down there. You know, and if you come back with, well, Steve, you can change those texts not to incriminate yourself, like, just stop. You know, look, I know people love for me to be wrong. I get it. And the cesspool of garbage really thought they had me this season. And then they figured out my source. I, you know, I'm sorry. You're wrong again. Great effort. Nice try. You know, just, I don't know, go back to your private message groups and continue talking about me. They always do. But I cannot be more honest. My sources have absolutely nothing to do with the Kents. They have absolutely nothing to do with Daisy or Adeline or the Kent family. Nothing. Or my niece. Nothing. Yeah, I would love so much to be able to share my sources with people because then you'd be like, oh, yeah, we're wrong about accusing Steve of getting his spoiler from the Kent family. Yeah, what are you going to do? There's nothing I can do. I just wanted to address it. This is the only time I'm going to address it. There's no other point uh, to address it any further. Because there's nothing there. There hasn't been since September. It's actually kind of funny. It's a running joke. And you can even ask my niece. My niece is almost like, look, my niece almost, I don't want to cause any tension between my niece and her best friend. But she was actually kind of bummed that Adeline never told her her sister was going on the show. That's at least that's what she told me. But I told Olivia, I said, Olivia, I'm not surprised she didn't tell you. Reality Steve is your fucking uncle. Of course she's not going to tell you. So, I mean, it's more of a, it's, it's more comedic than anything. But when I see people taking it so seriously and thinking they figured something out about Reality Steve's sources, you don't know shit. You wish you did, and you're not even fucking close. But it's the way those people's work. That's the way they function, you know, uh, unfortunately. And when I got sent the links to what people were saying about it. My God, the vitriol coming from some of these people, these nameless, faceless people on Reddit, the vitriol that they spew at Daisy. I mean, what do I call you? What do I say every time? Toxic Bachelor Nation. There isn't a purer example of what Toxic Bachelor Nation is than what I've seen people say behind a nameless, faceless screen name on Reddit. It is 
It is disturbing. It really is. But that's why I call them what I do. They're the echo chamber of negativity. It is just a pile-on mentality for what those people do. Echo chamber of negativity, cesspool of garbage. I'll be honest. I added the purveyors of misinformation today. That's my new one for them because that's what they peddle. They peddle a ton of misinformation. And you know what happens? Nothing. Because if they say something and throw it out there and it's wrong, it just gets lost in a sea of thousands and thousands of posts by people. It's really bizarre. But that's where we're at. Just wanted to address it. And um, there's nothing. I mean, God's honest truth. There's nothing to lie about here. And, you know, like I said, I, I wish I could. I wish I could every season tell you guys how I know who won the season, whether it was Michelle telling you about Nate two weeks before the season ended or Zach and Katie or Dotton and Charity and getting confirmation on that and um, all the other ones recently that I've been right about. Like, I wish I could tell you. It'd be so much easier for me. Now, I do think there's still a faction out there that would probably, you know, dispute it. Hell, I mean, as I mentioned yesterday, I put out the Nick video during Andy's season, and people thought that was a plant. It was literally the number two guy on a plane, not knowing he was being recorded, talking about what happened at the final rose ceremony, and people still didn't believe me. It's just like they want me to be wrong so bad when it's just like, look, I'm here to help you. I just want to get the spoiler out. I just want to get the right spoiler. That one I could share because – it was one of the contestants incriminating themselves. I've never gotten anything close to that since, and I probably never will. But boy, did I love that. You know, Nick claims it ruined his life and whatever. Yeah, really ruined your life, Nick. You're having really tough times right now, I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why don't you delete more likes off of Maria's posts? Anyway, this is what I'm talking about. So um, just wanted to get that out there. That's the truth. You can believe me or not. I don't care. Let's get to Ricky recapping last night's episode. Got a new sponsor for the podcast, Mint Mobile. You know, we break down some tea on this podcast. We share tea. And when I give tea, you guys all like talking about tea with someone else, right? Well, right now, the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Why don't you tell your friends that? For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. What are you paying right now for your wireless subscription? Over 100 bucks, I guarantee you. 15 bucks a month at Mint Mobile. They are here to rescue you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans and draw, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch those overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal. Get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. That's mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Additional taxes and fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, this podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Now, I've talked to you about Green Chef before. Green Chef is now owned 
by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I can switch between both brands, and now you can too. My listeners, both brands, you get the discount with me. HelloFresh gets you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's the new year. One of your resolutions probably should be, let's save some money. Eat better. That's what I plan on doing. HelloFresh is here to help you do that. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price that you'll like delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options now than ever before. You dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-ons that suit any lifestyle. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree and use code RealitySteveFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree with promo code RealitySteveFree. So we start out in the episode with the proverbial... Hey, this is what Joey does for a living. He plays tennis. Let's watch him play tennis with Jesse Palmer, who's not a tennis player. And Joey's got the perfect left-handed stroke. He looks like Rafa Nadal out there, and Jesse Palmer um, doesn't. And, you know, we have to make the, hey, if you play tennis, if you date these women as well as you play tennis, you'll be just fine. Just whatever. Um so the group date starts, and that's the one where they all have wedding dresses, and they give a roast. I'll be honest. For the first 20 minutes, I wanted to see what CM Punk had to say on Raw, and I thought I was just going to go back to Bachelor. But for whatever reason, the Bachelor wasn't set to record. I don't know. I thought I had the season pass set every season. I thought it just automatically does it. But apparently I didn't this season, so... When I came back, he was basically giving his first dance to Rachel. It's whatever to me. The interesting part about that was the fact that Michael Bolton performed. I mean, usually it's some no-name artist that we haven't heard of. And this time it was Michael Bolton. The problem is I can't look at Michael Bolton seriously anymore since he did the collab with The Lonely Island and sang that Jack Sparrow song on SNL. I just... (laughs) That's Michael Bolton to me. Not when a man loves a woman. You know, it's just, I, I can't. I can't look at Bolton singing anything other than Jack Sparrow. So, he dan- he gets the first dance with Rachel. Did I say Rachel? I, I could have messed up the name, sorry. But then we see him talking to the women inside, and Maria's the one who is playing the role of Corinne this season. For sure, um, you know. Oh, I'm in a I'm in an outfit, but let me go run and change into something way more revealing. You know, it's like no other woman in the history of the show has done that. Like they all get to change from the day portion, whatever they do, to the night portion, but then yet she changed again because why? I don't know, but she did. And um, yeah, it seems like you know, just like Corinne came out with Nick and said, "Oh, here you go," and she was in a I think it was, she was in a bustier, wasn't she, or something like that? Came out in lingerie and took him in the bounce house. 
I don't remember exact details. I just remember she did something like that. I try to forget everything involving Nick Vial and his season. But so he ended up kissing Rachel on the dance floor. He kissed Maria. He kissed Kelsey T when they showed him. He kissed Jess. Jess was having a bad day and talked about her relationship where she had a lot of infidelity on the other end. She was being cheated on for years, on and off for three years, apparently, with an ex. So Joey comforted her, kissed her. And then uh, we get the first, I don't want to say the first crier because Jess cried before Lauren did, but we get our first person who cries where Joey decides, I need to start touching people's faces. And he touches uh, Lauren's face and wipes off the tears. And he ends up giving the group date rose to Jess. Then we had the one-on-one date with Daisy. And it's clear, obviously, these two are into each other. I mean, Daisy's got an incredible story. Um, you know, the whole thing was, was she or wasn't she going to talk about her cochlear implant? And it was just a matter of when to bring it up. And, you know, here's something that's interesting. I know that there are a lot of people out there, like I said, like there are people out there. I know that Reddit is all the, the you know, oh, he's wrong. He doesn't know. And it's not Daisy. It's somebody else. Really? Okay, then who? And where's your proof? You have none. Anyway, when it comes to Daisy, I think a lot of people are thinking that, you know, usually, you know, obviously if Daisy uh, didn't win, you know, God forbid, that she would be the Bachelorette. I think last night's episode proved beyond a shadow of a doubt, at least to me, I think the Bachelorette role would be way too overwhelming for Daisy. I mean... She's having trouble in a group date or at a cocktail party understanding what people are saying. Do you really think they would make her the lead of this show and have to deal with 25, 30 men constantly having cocktail parties? I just I don't see it. And I and I should have thought of this before last night, but it wasn't until watching her talk about her struggles and watching her talk about her her story that it was like, there's no way they would make this woman the bachelorette. Not in my eyes. I think it would be so hard for her and just too overwhelming. I mean, that's just my opinion. No, I didn't get it from Adeline. <laughs> um, but I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm, and it didn't, it didn't drill home until I heard, you know, because I didn't know much about Daisy's story other than what was on the internet. You know, she'd written a children's book and she had a feature done on her down in San Diego. I watched that video online once, but I didn't know the everything behind it. And the more I watched her date with Joey last night, the more I was like, no way. She couldn't handle the role. I think it would be too much for her. Here's one thing that I want to absolutely give Joey credit for. And it's not like I don't I don't like Joey as a bachelor. I think he's fine. But something that I noticed last night, again, this is my personal opinion. I think Joey, two things. Number one, he absolutely wears his emotions on his face. And number two... I think he's an excellent listener. Like when Daisy was telling that story, I really felt that he was engaged. And I really felt he wasn't playing like, oh, bachelor role here. I got to pay attention to somebody talking because I'm on a one-on-one date. Because obviously anybody in that role, if you're the lead and you're on a one-on-one date with somebody, whether you're into them or not, you can't sit there and pretend like you're not interested because it would just be way too obvious. And the show would just probably be embarrassed that their lead isn't paying attention to certain people. But for me, I got the impression. Because not only did he do it with Daisy, he did it later that night with Edwina. 
or later the next day when she got the group date after party date rose whatever he's a really good listener credit to joey i think that's an excellent excellent um uh attribute to have and yeah i mean yeah he might have really been super into daisy i mean kind of all know the ending here but the fact that all that was shown and how big of a deal that was for her yeah, it, it showed me two things. That one, Joey's a great listener. And two, I don't think she'd be able to handle the bachelorette role. I really don't. But again, just my opinion. And then, group date, paintballing, all this stuff. Pow, pow. Pew, pew. Blue team won. One of them got to get a alone time with him. And it ended up being Edwina. And she cried as well. And... He had to wipe tears from her face. I don't know. He's just... I mean, I, he's putting his hands on women's faces. And a lot of them have fake eyelashes. And I'm just worried that one of them is going to snap off. And he's accidentally, when he's rubbing, is going to rub one of those eyelashes right off. I think he had to do it to Lauren later on in the night when she eliminated herself. So, um, but yeah, I, it, this was a standard episode. So let's talk about the situation with Maria and Sydney and Medina. So Medina says she's the oldest person there and she feels, uh, you know, different. She just, I don't want to waste time, all this stuff. And Maria says, you know, I'm old too. And back when I reported who the quote unquote villain was this season, I specifically said, like I do every season when I report the villain, I say, look, it's a villain in terms of what this show considers a villain. I said, I have no idea how they're going to show Maria. I have no idea how she's going to come across. We won't know until the show airs. But this is something to where you kind of got to know that, hey, I'm just giving you a heads up. This is the one this season that the other women in the house had the most issues with. I think as the weeks go on, we already saw the teaser for next week, the party the cocktail party that he cancels so they could have a pool party at the mansion is going to be all about this drama between Sydney and Maria. And Joey's obviously having issues um, with Maria and Sydney. Like last night, honestly, I was confused about the whole thing. I don't think Maria said anything that was particularly bad. I just think it was more about her aggressiveness and her tone. I can see why the other women were turned off by it. The words coming out of her mouth, I, I kind of understood her argument. I kind of didn't. It was kind of on the fence, but I didn't think it was horrible whatsoever. We've seen way worse, quote-unquote, villains on this show. But I specifically said that when I mentioned this two months ago, that Maria was going to be your show villain this season. Of course, Maria's family member had to contact me yesterday, and a family member who I don't know what their deal is, but this is what they wrote me. I don't need to share who it is, but I'm going to share what they wrote me. If you don't want anything possibly that you send to me written or said over the air, don't send me a message. I hope you make things better with the, ma with the way you made her look. Remember, you have a niece, and one day someone like you will speak about her. Team Maria. 
Okay, first off, that second sentence makes no fucking sense whatsoever. The first sentence, I hope you make things better with the way you made her look. Again, clearly, this is a family member who has zero objectivity and can't look at something for what it is. Number one, I never said anything bad about Maria. I said, look, she's the season's villain. She's the one that most of the women have an issue with. That's not disputed. You'll see that as the season goes on. I didn't say she was the worst human being ever. I didn't say she's a total bitch. I didn't say whatever. I said she's the season's villain, and you're going to see that play out. But I also said we know how people define villains in this franchise. There are some that are way worse than others. Through two episodes, Maria's down at the bottom. It's not that bad. But she is the one that is stirring up stuff in this house. And that's why I say, quote unquote, villain, because there are levels of villainy. I say this every season. But clearly, this family member who has emailed me before, so don't think that this was the first one. They emailed me while filming was going on, begging me, begging me to tell them what was going on with Maria. Yeah, no thanks. I hope you make things better with the, with the way you made her look. Yeah. If you thought what I said was bad, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, lady related to Maria, get off the internet. Because she's going to hear so much worse stuff. It's going to be written probably on her Instagram, hey, on her Instagram page. Because that's what Toxic Bachelor Nation does. There will be people that absolutely love Maria and compliment her nonstop. But I guarantee Maria will focus on the ones that hate her. Just like this relative of hers is calling me out when I specifically made it clear exactly what I was explaining when I said this is this girl this season on Who's the Villain. And this whole thing about remember you have a niece and one day someone like you will speak about her. Um, my niece is not going on this show. Anise is not a villain in any sense of the word. So please don't stop, please don't talk about my family, okay? You know nothing about them. At least I can comment on Maria. And look what I just said. Did you hear what I just said about her from last night's episode? I didn't even think it was that bad. It was whatever to me. I think she was a little bit aggressive in her tone, and I can see why she rubbed people the wrong way, but it doesn't make her a bad person doesn't make her an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> Just on this show, there are going to be women that don't get along with others in the house. Maria is that one this season. I'm sorry. And if you do any research, you will find out why that is. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Um, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Check that out. And my column will be up in two hours from now. However, I got a really late start last night. Um, again, feeling a little bit under the weather. So I don't know how much of a recap it's going to be. Uh, reader emails is going to be back, uh, you know, tomorrow. Normally, uh, as long as I get enough, you know, reader emails to put in there. So get your reader emails in Steve at realitysteve.com or DM me on Twitter or message me on Instagram, whatever the case may be. Do that there. We'll have a full reader emails. I just don't know how much time I can put into a column 
tomorrow. I do have the Adeline, Olivia, Daisy stuff in there written for people who don't listen to podcasts. So you have it in written form and you have it in verbal form. But probably have some posts on there from Bachelor Data. And then maybe just a few points that I talked about here on the podcast that I might highlight. But it's not going to be a full hey, let's talk about this first group date with the wedding, and then let's talk about Daisy's one-on-one. I mean, I mean, you just think about it. What, what can you possibly say about Daisy's one-on-one other than they have a great connection, and I, in my personal opinion, I think Joey's a great listener. It's a hell of a story. She's got one hell of a backstory. I, you, know, you can see why most of America loves her already. She's got a ton of followers already. She is relatable to a lot of the people that watch this show. I get it. But there's not much to say about the date. You know, it's just like, okay, took a helicopter, they landed, they went to a concert, and she told him about her cochlear implant. Like, I, I'm not, there's, I don't think there's anything to make fun of. You know, just like standard, good, solid one on one date, you know? So, um, and then even the paintball date, it's like, okay, you know, what are we going to talk about? Uh, you know, the, you know, the Maria stuff and the Medina stuff. I, yeah, I get it. But like I said, I'm still not even convinced. I'm 100% sure out of what exactly the issue was. See, as well as Maria, I didn't think Sydney looked great last night because Sydney even admitted, I didn't hear the conversation. I'm just sticking up for Medina because Medina's my friend. It's like, okay, but do you want Medina to fight her own battles? And that was the other thing. Oh, I totally forgot this point from last night's episode. So Medina was outside waiting to talk to Joey to explain what was going on. Maria goes out to talk to Medina, and that conversation ended within five seconds. But then we never saw Medina talk to Joey. So how big of an issue was this? You know, so like I said, you know, I, it, it really bothers me when I lay it out there. And I even told this woman, because like I said, this woman contacted me during filming. And I told her back then, look, you have to understand your, your I think it's your, however the relation is. She's going to get criticized. Everybody on this show gets criticized. If you have a problem with what I said, you better stay off the internet because it's going to be worse. And I understand they're family members. They've never seen anybody say one thing negative uh, about their relative. But I'm sorry. If you don't want negativity said about one of your people that you're related to, then don't have them going on the show. That's the only, that's the best advice you can give anybody because they're going to be criticized. You know, it's, it is what it is. This is what toxic patronation does. They have to find people to criticize. It's no fun for them any other way. So keep that in mind. Again, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Like I said, Sports Daily up in an hour from now. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. Thank you again for listening. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.